1: This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we interrupt our program through the book of Mark because this week we celebrate Christmas. This special Christmas message was preached last year by Pastor Jim Harris on December 23rd. Don't worry, we'll return to Mark chapter 5 after the new year. Now, usually you would read about the birth of Christ from the book of Matthew or Luke, where we find the most recorded about the events directly surrounding the conception and birth of Jesus. But this Christmas message will land us in the book of Hebrews, specifically chapter 2, verses 14 through 18. Why there? Well, because this short passage offers some direct teaching and insight into why Jesus took on human flesh through the miraculous conception and birth. Have you ever wondered why God chose to save us through this baby born in a manger instead of some other way? Couldn't God have done it without this baby? Well, Pastor Jim will walk us through answers to your questions this week. Here is today's slice of the message entitled, Jesus Partook.
0: So, the one who was tempted in the things that he suffered at the hands of a sin cursed world that was rebelling against him, he is now able to come to the aid of all of us who are tempted. The difference is, when we're tempted, eventually the temptation ends. Why? We fall. He never did. He comes to the aid of all who are tempted. So, I never apologize for celebrating the birth of Christ. I'll even use the word I wish could be expunged to to describe it. Merry Christmas. I'll say that to you, but my friends, He took on a body to make propitiation for you. You've got to get to the punchline. So what? What are you supposed to do with this? The coming of Jesus to earth leads to the greatest gift you can ever receive because wrapped up in Him is the gift of eternal life. It wouldn't take you a microsecond to think about your own sins. You can come up with an endless list of them, and one of them, any one of them, means that you deserve eternal wrath of God. But wrapped up in Him is the gift of eternal life that takes that away. It's like John the Apostle recorded the words of Jesus to Nicodemus. You know this pretty well, I imagine. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Do you see the incarnation in that phrase? He gave Him. He's the begotten Son, God the Son, or, or the Son of God became God the Son. Why? That whoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. There is an invitation to anyone and everyone. Will you accept the free gift by faith? What is that stake is? The difference between the lake of fire tormented day and night forever and ever and the glories of heaven. It's that big of a binary decision. There are only two destinies for every single human being. I mean, there's only one for every single human being. There's only two among the human race. Or consider how Mary, the mother of Jesus, exclaimed her own exaltation over the incredible privilege that she had to give birth to her Savior, After the angel visited her, she said, how can this be since I'm a virgin? And the angel explained how it was going to happen, and she said, oh, okay, like, oh, sure. You know, that happens all the time. She took it by faith, and then Luke 1, 46 and 47, Mary said, My soul exalts the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God, my Savior. Mary needed a Savior, (laughs) and she gave birth to Him. Or as our text put it, He rendered powerless the devil, the one who had power over death. He delivered us who believe, and He is the means by which God gives help to all who are tempted. He does reach down to lift us up to His glory. And from Hebrews 2.14, you know that the way that Jesus accomplished all of this work of redemption was through death and before the death had to come the life. Jesus took on that human life and he gave it for you. He said it himself in, in John chapter 10, John 10:10, 10, 10, he said, "I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. I took on this body that I could give myself for you." A few verses later, John 10, 17 and 18. For this reason, the Father loves me because I lay down my life that I may take it again. No one has taken it from me, but I lay it down of my own initiative. I have authority to lay it down. I have authority to take it up again. This commandment I receive from my Father. So enjoy the Christmas story per se, but don't just stay there. What a backstory. This is, this is part of the plan of God. This is the, the fulcrum of the plan of God. Jesus came as God Himself, fully human and fully divine. He is the God-man. And this is the only way that that righteous penalty for your sin could be paid. It's by Him. So, as you come to Christmas, eat all you want. Give and receive gifts, decorate your house. Ours is decorated inside and out. Spend time with your family, feast with your, feast with your friends, put, put money in the, in the kettle at the store when you, when you come and, and when you go. Do all of those things to your heart's content, but don't miss Christmas. Don't miss why it happened. Have you personally received the gift of eternal life in Jesus Christ. In the midst of the shopping and the wrapping and the partying and the feasting, have you stopped to acknowledge the gift that all of that is all about, the gift that God has given to you? Are you giving Him your full devotion in return? Do you acknowledge above all that that baby in the manger is God-wrapped? in humanness. I've had a favorite Christmas song for some years. You know, I, they rotate. This one's stuck longer than any. I love Mary, Did You Know? Just caught me the first time I heard it at this line. Mary, did you know that when you've kissed your little baby, you've kissed the face of God? That's just too spectacular to comprehend. And if these are not your true beliefs, that you are totally committed, totally sold out to glorifying God in thanksgiving for all that He's done for you that you don't deserve, if these are not your most deeply held convictions, then I have to say in love, what are you doing celebrating Christmas? Any pretense of worshiping the newborn King is odious to God if you don't call Him King, if He's not your master, if He's not your Lord. Now, I look around the room and almost every one of you, I I know your story. Of faith in Jesus Christ. But I hope it's not just a story. And maybe I don't know you and, and, and maybe you have come to this day and said, wow, it never hit me before. Well, if you feel like that, that's the work of the Holy Spirit who's promised to convict us of sin and righteousness and judgment. And please, don't carry on another millisecond in what we would call celebrating Christmas without Christ. We don't do this very often, but I would like you to please bow your head, bow your heart in the appropriate worship of Christ right now. And if you've never done it before, I'd like you to accept the great gift of eternal life in Jesus Christ. And if you've accepted that gift... Years ago, trust me, you need it just as much today, not to receive it again, but just to reiterate. So God will hear you in your heart. Repeat after me this prayer. God, thank You for sending Your Son, Jesus Christ, to die for my sins. I confess my sins to You right now, and I acknowledge that You know the specifics of the list far better than I could ever enumerate them. I ask You to come into my life in the person of Jesus Christ, to forgive my sins, and from this day forward to make me over day by day into the person that You created me to be. I promise from this day forward by Your grace and with Your help to turn from my sins and to follow You. I'll need a lot of help along the way. but. I thank You again for sending Jesus to come to my aid when I am tempted. Now, Father, I thank You that You heard me when I cried out in a similar prayer many years ago. And, oh, how I thank You for Your grace. And I know that I stand in Your grace today just as I did on that moment that I first believed. And so, Father, whatever You need to do in each life here, Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.